Hey guys, it's your girl Jodi Ann, also known as I Go By Joe, and this is The E Project. Let's start the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. It's your host Jodi Ann, of course, and I'm here with another amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Chantel. She is the CEO and founder of Love and Nudes. Her products are flush tone intimates for women of color. So welcome, Chantel. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for welcoming me, actually. <laughs> Why am I saying welcome? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, no problem. I'm really excited to have you because I've seen your design, your products mm-hmm. for a couple of years now, and I've always been really intrigued just by the idea of having like intimates, like, um, like bras and underwear mm-hmm. for um, women of color specifically. So please let us know how you started and where this idea kind of came about. Um, Okay, well, it's something that I've been um, struggling with for years, uh, quite quite some time, because um, I worked as a a fashion stylist, a wardrobe stylist, and um, and I was very very aware of fashion trends, and there's certain things I wanted to wear that I needed nude undergarments for, and I could never find anything. So that caused me to either not be able to wear. What I wanted to, like, for instance, the lace top was um, a huge thing for me. Or I had to wear an alternate color that I may not necessarily have wanted to wear, but I had to because I didn't have anything. I couldn't find anything that was flesh tone to go under that blouse because mm. I wanted it to look like it was just my skin, very seamless, and mm. I never had that option. So I thought this was a... At first, it was just frustration, but then it became a real problem, right down to nude shoes as well. Every time entertainment shows or fashion magazines would speak about nude, it would always be beige. And it's like, well, not everybody is beige. Exactly. So There's that's... so many colors out there. <laughs> There's so many people. different colors. Yeah, nude is the, the wearer's skin tone color. So after... Um, struggling with this uh, for quite some time, I decided, hey, I love fashion, but I never really fit into that kind of fashion world. And this is, um, I love my people. I love people of color. Mm. I I love my people. And I thought this would be a great way to do something for us, by us. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean by um, not really fitting into the fashion world? Like what uh, what part what about it made you feel left out? Well, I was a well, I was a stylist and there were some great people that I I felt like a lot of people weren't authentic. Mm. It was a very um, kind of frivolous, fake world, very kind of pretentious. Mm. And I just I didn't fit into that. Okay, so it's very much like that. So the stereotypes are, I would say, almost true to what they say a little bit about the fashion world. Like the words you just described, like stuck up and sort of like... Yeah, like just um, just not authentic. Yeah, not being authentic. That was your experience. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And just very sometimes mean and, Mm. you know, you have to have a certain look. Okay. And um, yeah, and I just didn't fit into that. So it was challenging, even though I loved what I did. Yeah, I just knew I just don't fit into this. Mm. (laughs) But I still loved fashion, right? So this was a way for me to marry fashion and something I believed in on my own terms. Oh, see, I love that you 
you discover that for yourself because mm-hmm. I find sometimes um, people feel peer pressured or almost obligated to I guess conform or act a certain way in the, depending on the industry they're in of course in fashion prime example mm-hmm. you should be a very kind hearted very kind person not a mean bone in your body mm-hmm. but when you're put in certain situations sometimes it's like okay it's like that devil wears Prada so yeah. like, it's like do you sort of conform and be kind of that mean girl just to get by and so I like that you did you you just you knew like no that's not me I'm not there's no way I'm gonna give in to what's being fed to me right now I'm no it just didn't my feel thing. good you know and yeah. I gravitated towards people who were like me but that was difficult mm-hmm. to to find because you're not always working with you know similar people that you like mm. so yeah it was a little bit of a challenge in that way So did you discover that sort of like off the bat, like right away, or was it a few years into the industry that you're like, okay, I'm done? I imagine over over a little bit of time. Okay. You know, I think it was pretty quickly, but over like after interacting with different types of people, because when you work freelance, you work different places, you meet different people, and that was cool. But um, sometimes, yeah, it wasn't very nice I guess maybe budgets are tight um, there's competition I don't know but it okay. just yeah. it didn't feel right for you it didn't feel right for me okay okay so you were a freelancer you weren't like with an agency you were kind of on well I was with an agency but when you're with an agency you're freelance right oh, they'll okay. send your book out they places. send you out yeah your book out okay. and the client will decide to book you through your through your agency oh interesting mm-hmm. oh I see I didn't know exactly how that all kind of worked yeah I thought more so because like as a photographer if you're a freelance photographer, mm-hmm. you're kind of like finding everything for yourself. Oh, unless yeah. you're under, I guess, unless like say I found an agency that I'd work with, I guess they would send me out, but it'd be more so I'm contracted under them. Yeah, so it's I something guess, like yeah, that. It's like that. Okay. But you know, you still had to, you know, hustle yourself too because nothing is getting handed to you. Yes, mm-hmm. they're there to represent you, mm-hmm. but you still have to do. You can't just like sit there and wait. You know, you still have to do your thing too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even earlier when you kind of mentioned with the shoes, mm-hmm. even finding like flesh tone shoes, like mm-hmm. down to the shoes, that's an issue. I can't remember the brand, but I know this girl had started a line of ballet shoes for for girls of color. Oh. Because yes. the ballet shoes are, oh my I gosh. mean, they're all one tone, it's very the, beige. The, the very beige or pink. Pink. And yeah. there's no, like, new. Because the point of the ballet shoes is to kind of extend um, be your seamless, leg. Extend yeah, your leg and be seamless with your flesh tone, right? So I find it very interesting that um, even down to shoes, there's an issue. Like, not not being inclusive or, or even, it's oh. like common sense almost. Like, hey, the you know. I know, but it's like that just goes to show for me that, you know, more people of color need to be entrepreneurs Mm. and uh, in positions of power and in positions where we can create, too, because right now it isn't. And it's like (laughs) if they can't people who are in power have those businesses they can't they can't relate to people of color mm. and they might not even consider think about it think exactly. about it so it just doesn't get done and then people follow other people right because when i when i started researching uh for love and nudes you know i'd talk to people on the street and ask them what and even friends what what does nude mean to you and a lot of them did say yeah naked and but when it came to color, they would say um, beige, mm. you know, like pinkish, mm-hmm. tan. 
Mm-hmm. Never like, did they like a brown or caramel. Yeah, they or, never related it yeah. to their own skin tone color, and it's just because it's been marketed. Oh, that even way. people of color, you ask. It's people of color that you I ask. ask. Sorry, what, oh, what does nude yes. mean to you? Oh, Sorry, I didn't okay, make that okay. clear. No, no, no. But that's even more intriguing because it's like mm-hmm. even where our minds are brainwashed to a society has told us is nude. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, nude was just that particular color to them, like beige or pink or like tan, mm-hmm. never, mm. it was never considered that it could be brown or, wow, yeah, because it's just not marketed that way. It's, and a lot of people, even a lot of people of color still don't know that, why they would need a nude for them. Some people are, get it. Yes, right away. But because, you know, I think it's it's not marketed that way, they don't even realize that, you know, that you should have something that, goes with your skin tone. Yeah. Because yeah. even, I'm sure, for models, for castings, they always mm-hmm. say wear, you know, nude exactly. bras and not panties because so you don't see it through the clothing and just it just makes things easier. Exactly. And for darker-skinned women of color, I'm sure for them it's like, okay, but then you see the major contrast. Yep. They, they don't have it for they, them. And I've spoken to, I've seen it, models come in because I worked as a stylist, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. and they usually have their own makeup in tow, their their foundation, wow. because they're afraid that the uh, makeup artist won't have the right color for their skin. And uh, yeah, like fl- like flesh tone on a darker skin model, that doesn't exist. So she had to end up wearing black. You know, you're asked to bring, you know, have nude clothing, but mm-hmm. there's no nude. I mean, nude bras and panties, but there's no nude. Wow. Yeah. So what would you say really drove you or prompted you to just to start this? So I know you mentioned the questionnaire um, mm-hmm. of going out and asking people to just kind of maybe get a survey and mm-hmm. see what, you know, what, pe- what people's thoughts are. But what really prompted you to be like, I need to start this. Like, I'm going to do it no matter what. This is the time to do it. Well, because I I was thinking about it for, like, years, and I thought I was crazy because it just seemed so simple. Why hasn't anybody done this? And I went looking. I thought it was a Canadian problem. Oh, I'm going to find that in the States. Mm-hmm. You know, no problem. New York, couldn't find it. It's like, wow, this is really an issue. And then I ended up painting a bra, <laughs> my skin, a bra and panty in, in, in my, with fabric paint in like mm-hmm. my skin tone color. And it was crusty and hard, <laughs> but I still wore it <laughs> because it got the point across. It's exactly. like I, I needed it. I wanted it. And I was like, no, this is ridiculous. And then I was working in a corporate job to that. And I was like... I wasn't happy doing the things because I transitioned out of um, working as a stylist and I got a regular nine to five and I was never happy Mm. in that. I just always felt like there's something more that I should be doing. It can't just be this. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't fit into that either. So I, I got tired of just thinking about it and stopping and starting. I wrote a business plan, and then as soon as I'd get to a part where I didn't know, I'd put it down and go watch Grey's Anatomy and (laughs) and pick it up maybe months later. And it's like I got tired of talking about it. And then I got, I mean, not tired, tired of thinking about it and stopping and starting. And, um, you know, I, I, I was reading a lot of personal development books and, 
you know, I remember reading something or listening to something that says, you know, don't be afraid to tell people your idea. You don't have to tell them everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, tell people what you want to do. And I wasn't I wasn't okay. really doing that. I was okay. scared that, I don't know, someone's going to steal my idea. I think oh, I had that's maybe like our thing. Scarcity mentality or... People would think it was stupid, you know. And as soon as I I started talking about it, you know, I talked to a friend about it and she encouraged me to reach out to another woman who does lingerie in in Toronto. It's Nixwear. And oh yes, I've heard of them recently. Actually, yes. they're getting. I've been hearing the name buzz even more. I don't know why. Nick's where it's so yes, interesting that you said yes, that. yes, yes. And the um, the founder of that, her name is Joanna. And I looked her up, and she said in about her, she loves helping other women entrepreneurs. Is she a woman of color as well? No, no, oh, no. Okay. She's white. Okay. Um. So she said she loves helping other women. So I said, okay. Let's see. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. So I reached out to her, and then she she actually responded. Oh. Well, thank so you, Nixwear. Yeah, thank you, Nixwear. Yeah, I just love her to death. I'm still in contact with her today, up to today. I really, like, I look up to her and what she's doing. And she, you know, gave me advice, pointed me in a direction uh, to an ideation group called um, Make Shit Happen. I've heard of that. <laughs> MSH, MSH District, yes. Mm-hmm. They help um, people with fabric bring their fabric-based ideas to mm-hmm. life. So I, I joined that, and here I am. <laughs> wow. And, you know, that's very... Um, trusting and brave of you because mm-hmm. again they like that book that was telling you to share your ideas and mm-hmm. our, our, and our cells were just like I don't want to share my idea because mm-hmm. someone might steal yeah, it yeah. and she's literally almost in the same field as you mm-hmm. I mean it's the same sort of genre in terms of like un- undergarments yeah so it's like she could have, if she was that type of person, she could have easily been like, oh, I'm going to add this to my line. Exactly. So, and she still could, but, she it's, still, but it's like, it's okay. Like, two-thirds of the world is has a darker skin tone color. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, like, we, al- we, all, we always need more. Yeah, um, like, there's, everybody is different. As long as you do something mm-hmm. different, that's not the same. Yeah. You but know? I'm just glad that it, you, that didn't hold you back. You, no. you know, you're open, you're trusting, and again, you have, now you've built an amazing relationship with someone. Yeah. Um, and gained a friend. Yeah. So I think that's, it's that really, really good. That I can really, look really for good. advice. Yeah. And, you know, okay, oh my God. <laughs> what do I do now? Or, you know, how did you do this? So, mm-hmm. It's 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 really good. Yeah, she's really great. So when you're now getting to the point where you've now reached out to her mm-hmm. and you're kind of like moving forward the next steps, mm-hmm. um, how what was that process like for you after speaking with her? You're now like, hey, this is real. I'm gonna do this. Like this is happening. Uh, yeah, I just reached out to that I like that ideation group, and they happened to be having um what they call a hackathon mm-hmm. the following month. Okay. And then it worked out perfectly because I got let go from my job. Okay. And I went to that. And it was like a three-day thing where you bring in what you have. Okay. And they see how they can work with you to bring it, to move you forward. So that's how it, it started. And then once you put one foot in front of the other, the light opens up for something else. So it's just different steps that mm-hmm. has happened, right? So they helped get me a um, a prototype made. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a prototype made and 
you know, just to find things to do, they forced me to do, <laughs> to talk to people on the street. <laughs> okay. Oh, things so that's that, how the survey started? Yes. With them? Oh, yes. Okay, okay, yes, okay. talking to people, go to the mall, talk to people. I was like, what, strangers? <laughs> I didn't want to do that, you okay. know. There's so many times I want to fight with them, you know, literally. So it really help bring you, take you out your shell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, you need to do this. If you really want to do this, you need to see what people, you can't just make a product that you think, that I think everybody's going to want. Okay. You have to talk to people and see how their life, like how you can fit into their lives mm. somehow. What's important to them? How it's going to make a difference for them. For them, yes. It's interesting. And I mold everything kind of around that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you're saying that. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, because I went to a seminar recently in Washington a few weeks ago. And I've been saying this, like you're probably the fifth or sixth person I've said this to, mm-hmm. but it relates so much to this conversation mm-hmm. as well. One of the speakers, the panelists there had said, uh, "You, it's really important to know we have to remember to not just sell a product. You need to know how to sell a feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about making that sale. It's like, how does your target client, how are they going to feel when they wear or whatever it is that you have mm-hmm. for, as the product? How are they going to feel when they receive it? Is it just like, yeah, it's a watch. Cool. But like, what's the feeling you're trying to convey for them? So I think for you, I think that's really good that you already kind of, I feel like you already had that knowing like how you want them to feel kind of, also based on how you would feel as a woman of color wearing your piece. Like, this is, you feel proud and, like, exactly. those are things that like, I feel like comes to me when I think of your line. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, uh, I say that it's your armor mm. because it's your, because it's you. It's mm. your color, your tone for you. And that's under all of your clothes, right? That's the first thing, your 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 panties and your bras, what you put on before you put on anything else, mm. other clothing. So that's your kind of like protection, your your armor, like for you before you have to go out and battle everything else because mm-hmm. it's like uh, people of color, you know, their experiences are a little bit different because of their skin tone. And sometimes you have to constantly wear different faces and protect yourself because of how you look and how mm. people may perceive you. So I thought this was the first step in us being happy and comfortable mm. with who we are, having a product that looks like us mm-hmm. for a change. Because I always tell people, like, think about a Band-Aid, how a Band-Aid is always usually just beige. Mm-hmm. But oh, again. Yeah, who's that, who's that for? It's not for my skin. It doesn't mm. blend in. So interesting. I've never even, down to a Band-Aid, I've mm-hmm. never even thought of that reference. Yeah. They make clear ones or like, okay, yeah, like, that's I hate better. nude ones because it's like, oh, they're so like bold and there on my skin. Yeah. But of course, on a darker skin tone, you're going to see it way more, of exactly. course. So it's so interesting how, how much... I would say people of color have given to society and how much, how innovative we've actually even been and the things that we've built. But when it comes to thinking of ways to help our lives, kind of make ourselves better, mm-hmm. it's, we're always looked over. It's always like, oh, you know. But again, yeah. we have to do it ourselves if it's not already being implemented or being in positions of power to help people understand exactly. that these things are needed. Because they don't understand. You know, why would they really care? Because they don't, it's not... It's not their, pri- it's it's not their, their privilege problem. not to know, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, and 
the thing is, it's like, yeah, this line is also, it's about bringing, yes, us from the shadows into the forefront mm-hmm. and celebrating women of color. Because, yes, we do do so much. We're, we take care of families, communities. We're powerful. We're strong. And we need to be celebrated that way. Mm. And I want this product to, to do just that. I think it definitely is because I see her and I love it. And I already told you my cousin's obsessed. <laughs> Shout out to Tegan. Yes, thank you, Tegan. Yeah, she came rushing over to me and she just, yeah, she just supported. No questions asked. I love you that. Know, love it. Yeah, It's a good, good feeling. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So you just kind of mentioned, spoke about um, having that armor and um, even just kind of how society sometimes sees people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, they may view us as a certain way like not yeah. always positive right so going as a business new new businesswoman mm-hmm. at that time going into the industry again in a sense fashion mm-hmm. did you feel like you ever had to soften yourself to not come across too strong because they because i feel like women women of color specifically have this stigma that we're harsh and we're we're oh, loud yeah. and we're rough and we're you know we're not docile we're not you know yeah and if we're, we if we raise our voices just a little bit too much we're like oh she's an angry black uh-huh. woman so f- coming into business you have to have tough skin and you have to be a little bit forceful at time not mean or angry but you have to put up that face of you know that business mm-hmm. face but did you ever feel like you had to be watch how much of it you gave because people might perceive you a certain way um not for this okay. it's like right now it's like i am who i am okay. and yes you have to be i have to be professional mm-hmm. and you know, carry myself a certain way. But I, I, I really felt what that's what you were talking about when I was working in the corporate world, okay. right, too. It's like, oh, I got to put on, like, even though I had to, a right to be vexed, you know, I, you know, you can't really express that because mm-hmm. you're afraid that people are going to, oh, yeah, there, there she goes. Oh, you're too aggressive, you yeah. know, because you're, that's how you're viewed. You don't want to be the angry black person, so you just, you know, you take it or you just, even though you really want to say something. Mm-hmm. So I am, I, 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 I don't, I try not to think about that too much any anymore. Mm-hmm. All I focus on is just being as professional as, as possible and um, just making my point where needed. But I haven't had any difficulties, knock on wood, mm-hmm. as yet. One thing I was excited about um, when I did start this when I went into that uh, MSH. I saw, and I realized, wow, that how important that was. I saw another black woman who was working with everybody. And when I saw her, wow. it was such a relief. Comforting. A oh, bit. I was like, oh my gosh, someone that looks like me. Because I wasn't expecting that. Because mm-hmm. usually you don't see anybody yeah. that looks like you in like in fashion in, mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, there she was. And it was such a comfort. Oh, mm-hmm. And it's not even like the, the qualifications aren't there. Mm-hmm. It's just... Some people just look get looked over, which is very sad. But we definitely need more representation. And I think we're at such an amazing time right now with with all of the chaos and things that are actually going on. But we're, I feel like on the flip side, we're also at a time where people of color are just 
done or like enough is enough and yeah. we're really pushing to to get what we want by doing it ourselves basically yeah and it's starting to get the attention of bigger corporations are like okay like because our money is very our dollar is very powerful like yeah. where we spend like when we spend our money like we're probably i feel like the most if i don't know the numbers or stats or anything so don't quote me guys but i feel like when you look at dollars and cents we spend we're one of the top spenders in yeah. terms of like clothing or, and, and beauty, or products. beauty products and hair especially so yeah. it's like we can prov- do do things for ourselves make big build our own Mm -hmm. and support one another i think Mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest things is just supporting and trusting one another because that's a another stigma that we don't trust each other yeah and there are people there are that don't yeah you know and it's like i've experienced that too with Mm -hmm. other people i was like are they gonna do what they say they're gonna do Mm -hmm. and 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 i i do think it is it can be a it's a problem in the community Mm -hmm. that we need to I'm not saying everybody, but step yes, up. Like exactly. if I call a West Indian restaurant at one o'clock on Saturday looking for soup and you're telling me, you know, soup done. And I'm like, it's, it's one o'clock. What do you mean soup is done? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to do better than that. Yes. Because if I go over to the other store there that's not West Indian, guess what? They're going to have the soup. Mm. So then, it's true. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it is stepping up. It is definitely. Like, yeah. But the ones that are at that mm-hmm. do, do meet those standards, mm-hmm. I'm like, kudos to you. And just keep showing people that it's, it's not. It's, yeah. it's not everybody. Exactly. And just showing the people that are not doing it that this is what you need to do. And this exactly. is how. So I think it's very, very important. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so it's so important. And yeah, we have to um, trust each other. A little bit more. Like, you can't say when one, uh, let's say, black person messes up on you, okay, that's it, I'm done with black people. No, you can't. Like, would you say that about a white person? No. Or even a brand. Would you say say that about one footlocker and then banish all footlockers? Well, yeah, you know what I mean? So So, it's like, we have to kind of switch that and support each other. 100%. You know, as people. No, I totally agree. I'm kind of curious, where did the name Love and Nudes come from? Like, how did that kind of um, It just came up kind of organic. Love your nude, love other people's nude, love and respect other okay. people's nudes. So it's like love and different nudes, pretty much. That's okay. kind of what it means. Yeah, loving oh, and respecting, loving your nude and loving and respecting other people's nudes, whatever that is. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> Yeah. And I also really, really love, um, which I had the honor of being featured on. Your feature, it's called <laughs> Feature, feature Friday. Friday. Yeah, your Feature Friday. What sparked that? And like, because I think that's a beautiful, beautiful initiative that you've started. Well, yeah, it's like it's not just about us. It's about supporting communities, supporting women of color who are doing um, positive and amazing things, and mm-hmm. we use our platform to let other people know about what 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 else is going on out there mm-hmm. yes to grow entrepreneurship and to show people also what's possible for them mm-hmm. if they so put for, themselves out there mm-hmm. so for people that don't know what it is can mm-hmm. you kind of I know you oh. just kind of you kind of just said it right now, but just to give them a little bit more of an explanation of what it is Feature Friday is. Oh yes, we feature uh, women of color that could be Latinx, uh, Black, 
South Asian, Asian. Uh, we feature them on our platforms. Like, so we blog about them. Um, we ask them a series of questions to see how they got started and what it is that they're doing. And we share it on our website and on our social media feeds to, yeah, just to let other people know about their businesses or about what they're doing to inspire them or support them. Mm. Yeah, to inspire the individual or to just to publicize to them so they're so people the audience is aware of what's going on out there and they could possibly support that business. Oh, that's so sweet. I, yeah. lo- I love it. I think it's really a lot of the people you featured are very talented, um, amazing, well, strong women. Yeah, been you know, through some really, stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's important to put those stories out there because people sometimes people tend to think that oh, you know, that person's just lucky or I don't know, there's something special about them, but there isn't really just everyday people who have gone through maybe tough things, some people tougher than others, and, you know, and who are resilient and push through to be doing what it is they want to do. So it's possible for you, for anybody, if you just set your mind to it. Mm. I love that. Thank you. You're an amazing person. (laughs) Super sweet. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I kind of want to dial back a little bit, sort of more back into your... Mm -hmm. And the business side of things. Yep. So you did mention a business plan that you had started. Mm-hmm. You put it down and you picked <laughs> it back up. And then obviously eventually you continued with it. And yes. you are, you're here now. Yes. Um, but through your process of just starting your business, what mm-hmm. are some of the things you went through that you kind of learned from to, along the way? Because, of course, there's like those ups and downs yeah. that we go through um, when first starting a business. So are there some like major um, things thing? that you went through that you're like, oh, man, like, I, I don't regret it, but I definitely grew from that experience. Um, let me see. Um, I think, I guess, it's just being uncomfortable and fearful because mm. everything is new and different and out of your comfort zone. And I realized all the jobs that I hated, <laughs> <laughs> that I did, I'm glad I did them because it helped me with this business, like executing things. So you really can't um, shirk or shun your experiences because you don't know how they'll help you moving forward. But fear and discomfort uh, was like a big thing for me. It still is, but I'm growing to understand that that's just part of the process. And if you're fearful of something, it means that you should be, I should be doing it. You should Mm. be doing it kind of thing because if you are not scared you're not doing anything Mm. significant okay or you're just staying comfortable you know because I I look back to where I am now and where I was before and it's like wow you know I've really kind of moved moved along but it was just taking putting one foot in front of the other and not letting um the fear um stop me it's like when I had to go to, I went to South America and, uh, you know, to look at suppliers. That mm-hmm. was scary because it's like, I've never oh, been wow. to South America. <laughs> People like, oh my God, you want to South America? Oh my gosh. It's By like, yourself? Yeah. Um, the first time, no, actually, thankfully, the first time I did go with somebody. Okay. So that was really helpful. But it was just, yeah, being in a, like a foreign country, nobody spoke any English. Mm. So that was really, really difficult. Okay. You know? Why South America? 
for that? Uh, because it was an opportunity because there's there's manufacturers there too. I okay. didn't want to do anything in um in China. Okay. I didn't want to do anything. Like there's too much or out there like negative yeah. energy there. So okay. I said, let me check out South America. And it was scary to go there, but I just did it. <laughs> okay. That that is a that's a big accomplishment in, yeah. in itself. Yeah. So, um, have you ever thought about Canadian manufacturers, or was South America more so your first, your second thought after you're like, mm, not going to go to Asia, but I think South America will be better. I did. Uh, I really did want to do something here, but it, it was it was it's very difficult. I'm still thinking about it, okay. but it was very difficult to find. Because um, a lot of manufacturing has moved out of Canada overseas. So really? The, yeah. Oh, I didn't it know that. It used to be, you know, there's still trickle like Montreal here and there. Has Montreal some, has some. Yeah. You know, it's still kind of trickle here and there, but it's not much. So it's very difficult to find. And then it it can be really expensive, t- expensive too. Okay. Yeah. I guess with the dollar too. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, South America was like kind of the next best option for me and uh, what I liked is I found a woman-owned facility and we were just connected mm-hmm. right they were about supporting their community as well and uh, a lot of the our, our bra makers our bra and panty makers are single mothers that are paid oh, a fair wage so that okay. was really important to you really important to me because I was a single mother as well so okay. yeah oh, I didn't know that actually yeah yeah, oh, wow. yeah, we we're yeah we're supporting single mothers with 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 our with our product and a fair wage facility. So, oh. yeah. So it's not just about here's a bra. There's like um, there's a story behind yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that everything like every step, even if you didn't realize it mm-hmm. um, when you first say you did your business plan, it's like mm-hmm. every step had a purpose. Yeah, along the way you discovered each purpose, and it yeah. was like everything. So it's, it's I feel like that's how you know when everything's just aligning, and that's. When you know you're going in the right, you're finding yes. your purpose and like your why, and because I feel like you've discovered your why yeah. already, like what why, that was for you. Yeah, I, I I really did. You know, while I was doing the the research, I discovered that um, skin bleaching is it was a ten billion dollar industry. Wow, ten. It billion it, it is mil- a ten ten billion wow. with a B dollar industry, and that made me really sad. Wow. And I know that a big part of the reason is colonialism. But I also knew in my heart that it's because people of color don't see things or products that look like yeah. look like us either. Mm-hmm. So everything's in your face that light, 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 light yeah. is beauty. Light is beauty. Exactly. Um, and I love that now we're getting starting to. It's still question slow, that. but it, yeah. we're starting to question it. We're starting to see like dark is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But even with that positive saying, like yes, dark is beautiful. We, I think the main thing we should try to focus on is like all shades are beautiful. Yeah, like you, you know, know we're, not I, we're not meant to look. not meant to look, look the all, same. Like this blonde, this blonde European person, she's beautiful. We're all beautiful in our different in, uh, in our own way. We're mm-hmm. not supposed to all be the same. No, and I find it interesting because people tan <laughs> to get <Yeah>. darker. <laughs> so yeah. it's so like the mindset's like people that are lighter always not always but they. 
typically tan to get darker and people that are darker bleach to get lighter yeah so it's like you always want what you don't have exactly so it's it's very or even just societal society tells you what you what you should what you should have what you should look like yeah Yeah. and the thing is you know europeans they can tan but they can go back they can we cannot we cannot yeah i mean revert you know what i mean so it's yeah it's it's more difficult for people with with darker darker skin, yeah. so I think bringing products into the market that challenge these the narratives. Uh, the narratives of what beauty is is really important. I think especially with we're seeing more um, awareness about even people with skin conditions like vitiligo. Yeah, I think for Winnie she comes to mind. So Winnie Harlow is a prime example. She has really set the bar for not giving. NF, excuse, you know, my, my language, but mm-hmm. just about just who she is and her beauty and her, her standards for herself mm-hmm. and what she will and will not tolerate. So I really admire her adversity and like even her power that she takes. Oh, yes. And I love that she doesn't cover Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't do full face foundations. Like, she only does it for parts that need it. Like, you know, the darker parts. But she leaves everything else as is because she's, like, embracing this is me. This is and who this I is am. this is my power. So I, women like her and, and other people that have vitiligo, I think it's really great to to see that awareness. And also people with um, albinism as well. Yeah. You um, know, they're just being shown in a different light right exactly. now. Like, like, not that. This is some horrible oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Hide them, hide them. Exactly. Know? So I feel like yeah. representation is just it's so necessary. And we're finally getting a time where people are realizing how necessary it is. Yeah, we exist. Yeah. All of us, <laughs> all types. Yeah. It's like so why aren't we seeing that? Mm-hmm. So it's really important to um give people access to different types of products and then and it's it's I think it's so important to in, have diversity in the media as well so people get used to seeing different skin tones and different shapes because we exist exactly and just women also women mm-hmm. overall just in being in different industries yeah um today I actually saw on Facebook a gr- first uh, black woman she is the first and only as of right now woman working um, on Wall Street. Wow. Yeah. So and she's only, oh my yes, gosh. She's young. She's like 24, I think, but she's young, early 20s. And um, she was like, where really, really they're calling out the stock exchange, mm-hmm. Wall Street. So they're yelling out the numbers where all the men yeah. are huddled up. Only woman. <laughs> And they're doing it. They had a couple, obviously, like maybe a couple, like mm-hmm. a decade back, there was other women, um, very, and also during World War One, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, World War One. How right? long ago was, right? was that? When all the men were at war and the women had to work. That's when. It, but when the men came back, that all went. You, you just know, yeah, they, they got just, shoved yeah. out the door. Okay, um, we don't need you right? anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that she's not, one a woman in in that be the only one there, and on top of that, she's a woman of color. I was like, oh yeah, my god, yes, that's amazing. So yes. just seeing people like that and seeing representation just opening doors for other women to feel comfortable and confident to try those avenues and step into okay maybe i can can do do that that too too. exactly yeah i love that so for your designs Mm because i love the simplicity of them and i love that they're just they're not too like bam like out there like okay like how do I match this even though it's a new tone like to our co- co- uh, complexion it's like okay but they're just I feel like for me I'm a minimal wow minimalist person mm-hmm. so I appreciate designs that are 
um, like that. And I really love that yours are like that too. So is that represent who you are as a person or was it more so a strategy for you to just start off with a line that was more minimalist? Um, a little bit of both. I had a lace sample as well. Okay. But I couldn't afford to come out with that, I realized, okay. after too, because it's like, oh my gosh, you realize four colors, two styles, all these sizes, mm-hmm. you know, that's not going to work. So I thought uh, strategically an everyday, comfortable bra and panty would mm-hmm. be the way to start. And then when I, once I see how this is going, right, mm-hmm. then I could expand into other other things. But I never wanted it to be about... The whole line is about you being comfortable in your skin. So that's why I didn't incorporate any push-up because it's like, no, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's like mm. it's a, the bras are wire-free because I just wanted comfort, you to be comfortable with who you are. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that means like simple, right? Just like simple, minimalist, everyday for now. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see myself doing like Victoria's Secrets kind of mm. in your face, how to, you know, be just out there, yeah. you know? I just want you to be... And I think being comfortable with who you are is, is actually being... Is, is sexy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and when you're that, when you're comfortable with who you are in my product, you'll emulate that. Anyway, oh, I yeah. <laughs> I actually love... One thing you actually mentioned mm-hmm. um, when you are discussing that is that when you realized... You, like, you wanted to maybe add the lace, but then you cost, of course. You mm-hmm. said came was a factor. I love you were very honest with that because mm-hmm. I find as business owners, when you're first starting out, you want to just be like, okay, you want to, like, what, like, a bang when you first bust come out, out bust out like <laughs> look I have this and this and you're then you're broke yeah. and the money you're making back is to pay back the manufacturer but then you're not making any money yeah. so I like that you thought about that process okay, as much as I want to do the lease let's be realistic I can't afford it at the moment. Yeah. Let's do what we can, make some profit, and then look and then at ex- then look what's at that. next. Yeah. So I think that was very, very smart. So what advice would you give to someone that's kind of struggling with that? Like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to come. If I'm going to go big, I'm going to go home. I'm going to, I'm, what is it? If I'm go gonna, big, go, go big, or go, go home. home. I hate that saying. Yeah. I think it's very, very poor. <laughs> it's very, it's a very poor saying. Like, as in, you're going to be broke. <laughs> Well, I think you can interpret it different ways, Mm -hmm. right? You can just, yeah, like, dream big. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? Like, just dream big or what's the point, right? Don't just set the bar at what you think you can do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not that exciting for you, you know? So I kind of see it like that. But the advice I would give somebody is just to learn to you have to learn to pivot Mm. like whatever sometimes you think you're gonna do this or you think this is gonna happen you think that should happen but guess what it doesn't or if it does it doesn't happen in the way you think you thought it would happen Mm. and that's okay it's not like just a straight line there's a lot of like turning and zigzags and de- and detour. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I wanted to come out with the thong and then this panty and then that and then another lace bra. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think that's going to work for now, right? So, and I'm okay with that. And there's so many things I want to do, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day. That's what exactly. they say. <laughs> they things take time. Things, yeah, they take time. 
And I know, you know, I'd like things to be happening faster, faster, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's, I'm learning to enjoy the journey. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so important to, you know, just plant your seeds, put your one foot in front of the other and just keep keep trying and being flexible and you'll be surprised at what shows up. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. So what what would you tell someone that's um, maybe similar to you at first, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit shy, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more introverted Mm -hmm. when they're first starting out? What advice would you kind of give them to put themselves out there a little bit more and to take just to take that first step? I think it's so important to go out and um, meet people. Sometimes I'm still very, I'm also, I'm not introverted, but sometimes when I go into a room and there's a lot of people, it can be a little bit intimidating. But I've learned to kind of like look and see who, and put away your phone (laughs) when you're out. Look and see who looks approachable and just, you know, just stroll by and introduce myself and see, you know, what they're doing and listen more than you talk. Mm. I think that's 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 really key. Listen to and yeah, listen more than you talk. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. Listen more than you talk. Yeah, because people like to talk about what they're doing or talk about themselves, right? So that's Mm -hmm. a good segue, like a segue Mm -hmm. into meeting people, especially, I think, if you're introverted, Mm -hmm. right? You know, just look for a friendly face and just say hello. Hey, hi, I'm Chantel. You know, um, I'm here because of whatever. Why? like, Like, what brings you or what brings you here? and hear what they have to say. And then suddenly you're in a conversation. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Good old yeah. humanity. You know? <laughs> going yeah. back to... Ba- it's so funny. I would say going back to basics because mm-hmm. a lot of the, the things that I've learned recently um, and just from, from speaking with different mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, it's literally things we learned in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like, be nice. Yeah. Be respectful. Talk to people, share. ask questions, yes, questions, share. Yes, you know, build honest relationships. Like these are very basic human things that we have learned throughout our whole lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, when did we get to a point where we started to almost forget? And I don't want to blame everything on social media. Obviously, that's a huge part of it. But I'm I'm always thinking of like those things. Like when did we get to this point, like when did we get to a point I where I think it is technology. Is it that would you has say mainly? I think a lot of it has to do with. That's just my opinion. That has mm. a lot to do with it. It's just so easy to 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 text. It even sometimes can be annoying when somebody actually calls you. <laughs> like, oh, why are you calling me? Just, oh, my phone's ringing. You know, <laughs> just text me. Yeah, just like just text me, or it's just easy to bang out some words on 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 a phone but actually to take the time to you know be intimate with somebody and 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 talk to them you know mm-hmm. it i think it might require a little bit more effort i think too it's very calculated when you went to uh, technology is very calculated mm-hmm. it's very structured you can post the most perfect image mm-hmm. the most you can text the most perfect phrase yeah you can back you, you can backspace and erase you can't backspace in real life you can't no re- if you're you talking to somebody you said it you said it you said it you can't hold on let me just delete me. that rewind exactly. erase your memory you know men in black exactly <laughs> you, you know? can't men in black people exactly so, um, so i think that's the issue too it's 
like, think it's like fear of of being rejected too. Like if I oh man, if I say something stupid, they're never gonna want to talk to me again. It's like that fear of that loss. I feel like we're so scared of people not liking us or judging us and not thinking of us or being vulnerable or being vulnerable and yes them thinking of us not that we're not perfect or whatever it is it's such a weird thing that we're going through in society but thank god for people that like you yourself that remind us again like you said put down your phone to have those meaningful conversations because obviously there are people out there that still love and enjoy that and and can still do that so i think we just need to keep reminding people and reminding ourselves to just be human to go back to yeah, just talking. Yeah, being and... human is 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 really key. And also, I find that being open and like being vul- don't pretend to be perfect because mm-hmm. nobody's buying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I see that sometimes on social media. Oh, look, your life is looks so perfect, but I know it isn't. Oh yeah. So I can't automatically, I'm not relating to you mm, because you're just showing like perfectness all the time and nobody's, nobody Nobody's, has it yeah. great all the time. Mm-hmm. So let's get real. So I'm thinking about be real, be, be vulnerable with the right people or be like, mm-hmm. be open. I'm not saying, oh, cry, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> cry all over the place mm-hmm. all the time, but just, yeah, just be, be open. Mm. Yeah. And be who you are. So how do you, like, in speaking of, like, being open and, and talking more, because mm-hmm. um, I feel we've had a few recent um, deaths, unfortunately, the past couple of weeks with Kate oh, Spade yeah. and, and Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah. So, and looking at them from the outside in, where you're thinking, okay, happy, they're fulfilled, they have wealth, they have loved ones, they have, their life must be so amazing. And then that happens Mm -hmm. it's almost so it's kind of just like you never know what someone is feeling so i think where i'm kind of going with this is also just checking up on one another oh the yeah i'm glad you said that that is so key how like how how are are you how are things yeah not just a conversation but it's like let's talk like i want to know what's going on like just you know as much as that person again is willing to share because people again will hide as much as they can so but it's good that you said that but it's just like just checking anyway Mm -hmm. because i i know i have like my people that i can go to when i'm not feeling so great and i'll admit it's it's a struggle for me to do that sometimes because Mm -hmm. you just feel like oh well what are they gonna I feel like I'm a burden or, you know, what are they really going to do for me? But I realize every time I actually end up talking to them, I can, I can get maybe a new perspective or I can mm. feel better or it's, it's a way to release and get out of my head because sometimes being in your head can be a very dangerous place. Very, very dangerous. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I feel horrible. Um, that really you know, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, because, yeah, their lives, you would think that their lives are perfect, but Mm. it's true. I know better, you know, because I suffer with depression, too. Mm. So I can relate to probably how they were, despair that they were feeling, that they Mm. felt probably felt that they maybe just couldn't take it anymore. I don't know the whole story. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is, I I like, again, I like what you said. It's really important that we do check up on Mm -hmm. each other, 
you know, your close. Yeah, like sometimes, yeah, I heard even your <laughs> family members don't ask each other. So what? Well, what's going on? How are you really? Yeah. Think- and you see each other every day. Yeah. But you just take things for granted. All the time. And mm-hmm. without judgment, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's easy to be like, hey, how are you? And then they start talking and you're like, but everything should be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you really have to be, have an open heart and open mind and really listen to what that person's telling you because mm-hmm. even no matter how successful or how well you think their life is, lives are going and how many things they've accomplished, if they're opening themselves up to you, just be that listening ear and be open and and really listen to what they're saying because they don't need your judgments of like but you shouldn't be sad because you have, have this. this and you I mean I'm clearly they know that yeah <laughs> like they like when you what do you have to be like, like sad about like they you don't yeah. that's something that people depression because I've dealt with my whole life as mm-hmm. well I think about that all the time like why am I sad like I shouldn't I shouldn't have this sad moment mm-hmm. because I have this this and this I have these people I can go and speak with this feeling shouldn't be here. So we know we shouldn't feel this way. So you telling us you shouldn't feel this way, we've already had that discussion with ourselves alone. So I think just being open and just um just really listening and being there, even just a hug. Sometimes mm-hmm. being a hug in silence is says as loud as yeah. ever. So And you know, I've taken out that word. I'm really working hard on taking out that word should out of my vocabulary like I should be like this or I should feel like that mm. there's no should <laughs> you know it, yeah. it. you are who you are you are how you are at the moment mm-hmm. maybe it's not great maybe it's wrong maybe it's right but it's like for me I don't feel like I should have to do this or I should do, be like this or I should do that mm-hmm. you know I find it very disempowering mm. That's actually, I like that. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that, actually. Yeah, the should. Yeah. It puts a little pressure on you to be something mm. that you're not or do something that you may not actually want to really do, mm. you know? Okay. So, yeah, and it makes you feel bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, because uh, you, yeah, you're I, thinking, I should, I should, I should be doing this or I should want to do that. Yeah. But, but you don't. <laughs> I, like, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. The should. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So what are some of the things that, as much as you, you're mm-hmm. comfortable sharing, um, what are some of the things that you do to help with your mental health? Just kind of get you through those days of tough times. Oh, okay. Yes. I um, I meditate. Okay. You know, almost daily. Yeah, sometimes I fall off. But, like, that's actually really part of my life. Okay. I'm... Yeah, I meditate. I yo- I do yoga once a once a week, okay. and I also journal. Hmm. I started journaling. Actually, okay. I fought against that, but I and like like <laughs> pen like, to paper. Th- yes, not and just like laptop. No, okay. I okay. like I I I get off because I find that it's not the same typing mm-hmm. it out on. Like for me, the technology and the computer, it's good for maybe work mm-hmm. and sometimes not even sometimes it's like I need to step away from this box okay. and get pen to paper to get my ideas out okay. so yes journaling when I mean journaling I mean pen to paper okay yeah I think that's really important because 
I can look back. I sometimes I like going back and looking back in my journal to see where I was mm. and where I am now, you know. And it it it's really helpful. And I think it 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 helps it helps clear your head mm-hmm. because for me, you know, like having stuff swimming around in my head all the time. Like remember, we just said <laughs> you're in your head is a yep. dangerous place to be. Very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it helps to just get it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank so you that's for what that. I do to 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 help like manage like anything negative or de- or or depression and um, yeah. And I'm trying to be aware of like talking to people when I don't feel so great. Mm. Um, oh, sorry. We're not talking. Not talking. Oh, to- oh talking. Talking. talking oh, yes. Okay, Force okay. myself to talk. Oh, when you're not feeling well, you're like, no, what? No, I need to talk. To I need to today. talk to need... somebody instead of like closing myself. In. Okay. Cl- holding, closing myself off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that's actually. I like that mm-hmm. last one a lot too. Forcing yourself to, to again to speak to someone when you're not. In the yeah. Best and because doing... like, if you're just sitting in that and you're just like mulling in it, it yeah, gets it's worse. It just ta- it, it, it just can take. And it, trust me, it's difficult to get up and fight against yourself mm. to do something that you don't really feel like doing, like oh, talking to somebody or maybe just going somewhere. But when you do it, you're you're glad that you did it. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to do it. Mm, it is man I think yeah it's definitely a battle but I mean it's definitely if you when you have that support it's such a blessing and then even I know like not everyone is does have that mm-hmm. have that people they can talk to I think that's why it's important to even have those like they handle they have hotlines for people to, to yes have, you know preventions for people to speak to because it's tough sometimes you some people literally don't have anyone to speak to so I think forums online to connect with someone again that's technology but that's using technology in a positive way yeah um, yeah and again, like the hotlines on the phone, speaking to someone, because yeah, thank goodness for those. Eh? Yeah, and even volunteer. I think volunteering is one of the best ways to connect with people if you don't have someone in your life that you can speak with personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think volunteering is huge because that allows you to meet people. It forces you to meet people because, and then you're also doing good because you're helping someone else, which helps, you. which helps you exactly. So <laughs> it, it takes you out of the like you thinking about yourself all the time. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Do something something for someone else exactly so yeah thank you for sharing that oh yeah no problem (laughs) vulnerability (laughs) right um so speaking of like social media and all that Mm -hmm. jazz how do you maneuver your social media for love and you it's like how do you kind of how did you kind of figure out okay this is how i'm going to post it and this is kind of like the style i'm going to go with because we all struggle with posting on social media and mm-hmm. especially with our brand. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you post? When do you post? How, is it what, like, do you post too much to a little? Like, it's a lot, especially because you have a blog. So you're already doing a lot. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> kind of late with that one, the blog this week. Oh my goodness. Um, you know what? I have, I can't do everything myself. I okay. do have um, somebody that helps me with my uh, digital media, Colleen. She's brilliant. I call her my right body. Amazing. And that's her strong suit. I have my voice in there too, okay. but yeah, she helps me where I'm not great. And that's smart. Always find people that mm-hmm. can, that know more than you know in the areas that you're not sure about. Exactly. So I think that's great. Because it's like me trying to post, do you worry about okay <laughs> manufacturing and 
where am I going to sell and this mm. and that. It's 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 too much, right? Mm. So we have like we meet probably every couple of weeks or so, and we talk frequently about okay. okay What's the strategy? What's the goal? We're not just posting for post for posting's exactly, sake, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. So I kind of let her run with that, and okay. she, like she checks in with me, you know, because I got to put my voice in there as well. Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you know, to be honest with you, yeah, it's not something I handle on my own. I have help. I have help with that, and it's like okay. thank God. <laughs> so did you like right away or like was you in the very 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 early stage? Did you have Instagram right away? To- uh, before, no, I ha- no, I, I, I had it before I had my line because, yeah, like when I was working with the ideation group, they said it's very important to build up an audience okay. before you have your product, okay. right? So that's what I did. And uh, luckily, um, my digital person, Colleen, she's somebody that I knew that I went to Toastmasters with. That's a public speaking um, group. Yes, and I've heard, yeah, Toastmasters. Yeah. Toronto Toastmasters? Yeah, oh. in, in Brampton. Oh, the But one there's, in... there's branches all over. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And she was really talented in social media, and she said, well, you can't, do this by herself. Okay. So she realized early on. So yes. for you, you got you were I got help. Okay, I was blessed that way okay. with help early on. But it doesn't mean that you you can't do it your yourself. But I knew that wasn't my strong suit and I had somebody who wanted to. Okay. And I, I think where where it's really important where you're not great, you can find uh, an intern or maybe somebody who wants to collaborate with you to get more experience for themselves. Okay. So you both work together for okay. a com- for a common goal. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I think that's very, very smart advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just mentioned collaboration. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you do very often or that you feel has helped your brand um, elevate? I need to do it more. Okay. <laughs> I haven't okay. done it enough, to to be honest with you. It's um, it's something that I'm uh, I'm looking at that I need to do. I need to do more of to, like, reach reach more people. Okay. It's just, it's tough when there's just two people mm-hmm. doing things. There's always something that comes up, something that needs to be looked at. But that is a strategy that I really need to to work on. You know, hence, this is kind of a collaboration. Yes, right? exactly, yes, right? You know, so that's kind of why I'm here, too. It's like, okay, I want to get my voice out here. I want to, out there, I want to put myself out there mm-hmm. and let people know what's happening any way I can. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Another amazing collaboration that you did not too long ago that I saw on your social mm-hmm. was Dragon's Den. Oh, <laughs> that was an opportunity. Opportunity, yes, yes. yes. Okay, more, I, I thought yes. I'd just slide it in there. Okay. I was like, let me see if I can be slick. <laughs> okay, yes, 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 Dragon's Den. Oh, yes. my God. That was so... How was that? It was it was really scary. You see, the fear came in. I went and did the audition, and um, that was cool and everything. And then when they actually called and said, uh, "Okay, you could be on the, you could be on either this. We can call you the same day to get on, or yeah, we can call you the same day to come." And it's like I can't do that. I have to gather like four models and. You know, to prepare prepare for the show, so they gave me a little bit of lead time, like maybe a day and a, and a half to find something. Okay. And initially, to tape the show. And initially, I want to say no because I I got scared. Right? Oh, wow. I said I I thought I'm not going to be able to pull this off. 
you know, I'm going to go up there and look stupid and I'm going to sound stupid. And I talked to Colleen about it and she's like, listen, because I said, maybe I can just go on with one model. I was trying to like yeah. kind of just downsize it. <laughs> and she's like, no, you need four models. She said, And she said, don't think that people don't want to help you. Mm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I just got off the phone, went to work you know, found some models through an agency. I went to the library to practice my pitch. I saw this girl. I ran her down <laughs> like a crazy person. I was like, please let her not think I'm crazy. Oh, no. And now I'm con- I'm still connected with her. Like, she's wow. so happy that I came up to her. So sometimes you might think that you're not going to help get the help you need or you're bothering somebody or you're taking too much from them, but... You could be helping them, too, mm. by reaching mm. out for it. That, and that's how I'm looking at things now, like show them what's in it for them, because you could be helping them as well. Mm-hmm. So everything came together. and oh, Yeah. And, you know, and then there was more fear about going up and talking to them. And, and then, they're all like straight faced. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like that at all. It was like it was just like having a conversation. Mm. So it was really it was a, it was really, really a great experience. You did know? you surprise yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. I did that. I did that. <laughs> yeah. Because I was ready. I got scared and I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe I should call back and say no, you know. But I thought if I say no, they may never call me again if I want to try. And then Mm. I was like, okay, what am I really afraid of? Mm. And I really thought about that. I said, is it looking stupid? And I think, I said, yes. I I said, I can't be afraid to go on because I'm going to look stupid. Mm. (laughs) You know, so I was like, no, I got to do this. I got to find a way to make it it work, you know? And it, it did. It did. You know, I put myself out there. I tried, and it all came together. Oh, it's amazing. So God is good. God is good. So Every you take day. and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, wow, do you know when it's gonna air? It's not gonna air till next next season because they 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 oh. they uh, tape a season in advance. Oh, that's how they do it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll keep you posted. Oh, that's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. 2019. 20 yeah 2018 2019 probably 2019. 2019. Yes. That's it. See guys, organization. So people always get at me. <laughs> when am my episode? Being uploaded. I'm like, listen. <laughs> yeah, it's the a process. It's a process. You know, there's other people. You don't just tape. Okay, it's cool. This is going on tomorrow. Yeah. No. There's an archive. There's an archive, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it may, you know, it just gives you more content. But um, mm-hmm. no, congratulations. Thank that is you. when I saw. I mean, my cousin posted about it. I was like, like, look at this. Like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, like Dragon's really, Den. That's huge. Yeah. No, I'm really excited <laughs> about it. I really, really am, and I'm glad that I stepped into it you know because mm. I was ready to like oh, run screaming for the hills yeah. you know? <laughs> and listen I'm just going to be looking out for Nordstrom um, Saks like you're going to be in all the main department stores so oh, yeah, we'll see you we'll will see. there's no way that like your brand is already blowing up and this is just I'm, I'm excited for you <laughs> thank you yeah it's amazing I'm pretty excited too you know I'm doing something I generally I, I truly truly enjoy and love and I find that there's there's just so much meaning for me mm-hmm. and that's what I've been looking for for the last I don't even know how many years mm. right and I've 
created that opportunity for myself. So and it all aligned and it came when it was supposed to come. Because mm-hmm. imagine, like, think I've oh, that's why I always say to people like, don't rush your process because mm-hmm. you say, oh, I want this now, I want this now. <laughs> but what if you're not even ready to handle it at that mm-hmm. time? Like, if this happened two years ago. Do you do you think you would have been? Do you feel like I could do it? I could have done it two years ago as well. I mean, I'm sure you could have done it either way. But I always feel like everything happens when, when it's, it's supposed, supposed to happen. happen. Yes, yeah. yes, I I totally believe believe that too. So that's why I said, okay, this opportunity presented itself to me. Mm-hmm. I can't say no. Yeah, Even I feel like I you've done about... so much growth. I feel like you've grown a lot. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's planting the seeds and doing things that are very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. that's mostly a part of it. I was very uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> to do that. Very uncomfortable, but I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And look. <laughs> Amazing. No, yeah. I'm happy. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm sure really excited, excited too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so who do you look up to? Who do I look up to? Um, Michelle Obama. Mm. Yes. I love her. She is like, the epitome, that whole family, you know, she is the, she just seems so strong and focused and she knows what she wants, but she seems like there's an edge to her, but she still has like kindness and, and, and wisdom. Mm. And I'm forced, I'm going to say cliche Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Oprah. We all know, yeah. <laughs> listen, Mama Oprah, Auntie Oprah, right. she has earned that cliche. She has earned everyone just being like, I, yes, I love her, I'm Mama. She's done a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's her. And um, who else? My business coach, mm. uh, Monique Bryan. She's amazing, and she's just, um, like, she's a cancer survivor, Mm. and she's just doing her thing. Like, she's, (laughs) yeah, she's just still, like, out there and so positive and, you know, giving, and, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's who stands out for me right now, and my mom, of course, yeah. Yes. My mom who supports me and I think I'm the way I am because of her. So mm-hmm. I have to give her her props for that. And do I have any males <laughs> to? Damn. I don't know. I guess I'd have to think harder about that. Okay. But those are my um, those just those are some good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some really good ones. It's funny how we always as we get older we start slowly becoming our parent, our moms. I know. It's like we never, like, no, I will never be, be <laughs> when like you're, her. When you're a yeah. teenager, right? Yeah. You're like her. And it's then so as me, you get older, yeah. like, mid-20s, you're like, people are like, you remind me of your mother. I'm like, <laughs> oh, do I? And then you start to, I feel like once you hit, like, late 20s, you actually start to appreciate the exact similarities. Because now before, I would have been like, oh, hell no. Now I'm like, I see it. Yeah. And I'm just like, and I appreciate it because I understand things more, things that we went through, things that I saw my mom do. And I'm like, I, before I probably thought she's crazy. Yeah. Now I'm like, I would do the same thing. Okay. I'm like, I was the crazy one then. Like you see our, it's just so crazy how we see our parents in such a different light when we get older and we, we learn, especially when we have kids too. Yes. And then that changes everything. Like, whoa, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I was some miserable child. You know, I get it now. I love you. Please forgive me for all of that. Right? Yeah. So yeah, totally. Moms are just, yeah. They're moms, the best. They're the they backbone really of be. everything. Exactly. Yeah. 
Oh man. Well, thank you. I'm I'm like I can just talk to you all day. <laughs> Literally. Um I only have a couple more questions yeah, sure. where I'm going to let you get out of here. <laughs> sure, no problem. Um, so one of the other questions that I have I like asking people is um what does being a creative entrepreneur mean to you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, it's like life. Mm. I guess because I've I've been doing before, like after I stopped working as a freelance stylist I was doing things that really didn't interest me mm-hmm. so it's so I feel so blessed to be able to have my be in a creative space and it's all mine and I get to decide okay well what I want to do for this photo shoot and I can have people collaborate or help me mm-hmm. with the vision as well and just thinking creatively about posts or things that I want to do and oh it's just so that's who I am mm. yeah I'm a creative person you know for the for the most part and like most of my life I was trying to ram myself into uh I'm round into a square peg mm. and I didn't fit into that you know and this is where I fit there's still a little bit of squareness in my job and in, yeah. in, uh, in my business that I don't love but I know that I can get people to help me with the ugly parts that Mm. I don't like like the some of the financial stuff and (laughs) (laughs) accounting stuff that's not that's not my strong suit but um being create being able to put out a a product that people like love and appreciate Mm -hmm. and Knowing that, okay, I can do more and I can do something even better mm. in the future is really gets my juices flowing. Oh, I love it. I can do the passion and hear it yeah. in your voice and see it in your eyes. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, yeah. It, and and like I said, it, it's not just about the product. It's, it, it's something, it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. It means something to me to be able to, you know, help empower women of color. Because mm. we're so beautiful. Oh. And we need to... Yeah understand realize that that we're strong and we're we're beautiful we're just as beautiful as anybody else and we deserve to be in the forefront mm-hmm. just like anyone else oh i love that yeah. so sweet <laughs> so in saying that mm-hmm. what would what do you want your legacy to be when you leave this earth i just want to know that i really oh my gosh this one woman she came from like whitby and I was all the way out downtown out west somewhere with my, um, no, more in the east, I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, with my product line. And she came with her kids in tow <laughs> with husband Aww. waiting in car to get my product because she said it was so important for her Aww. to have, you know, something like that. And I've had uh, people say how, you know, They've been looking for something like this all their life and how it, you know, so just knowing that I made somebody's life better Mm -hmm. with my product or I helped them live easier, Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's what I want to create, an empire of that. Oh, that's, you're so sweet. I love that. Yeah. That's a beautiful answer. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important to me. I think impact is mm-hmm. so important. Um, Especially I think with that's young the greatest girls coming legacy. up too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, just knowing that okay, they have something that's there, 
like that looks like them yeah representation yeah that's the legacy i want to leave behind and you know affecting people positively oh thank you my pleasure (laughs) um one thing i want to ask one more two more things Mm -hmm. i want to ask and we're done um what resources can you leave us with for those listening that are maybe starting out in fashion or just as an entrepreneur as a whole what are some tools that you would really give that really helped you along your way because i know you mentioned business plan earlier mm-hmm. um and fun. oh that didn't help me okay <laughs> or or find or colleen, colleen is her name yes colleen helped you with social media yeah um but what are some resources that like maybe one or two it doesn't have to be too many that can kind of help someone get started on their journey of entrepreneurship okay just find someone who is doing something similar to what you're doing that you look up to or admire. Okay. You know, to see, okay, well, what are they doing? And then, you know, you can see if you can reach out to them Okay. as well to, you know, kind of help get the ball rolling. I find that talking to people and watching what other people are doing that you like and respect, mm-hmm. you know, is really helpful in getting the ball and getting the ball rolling. Finding a mentor. Mm. That's huge, too, finding a mentor. I don't have, like, a specific... I have my business coach, right? But I think I need to also get someone else that's, like, a lot higher than me in business to mentor. So having a mentor that's in in the field that you're interested in, too, is positive. And, yeah, I think that's what, for me... Talking to the 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 woman at Nixware is what got me rolling. Mm. So I'm thinking finding different. I that's what I tell people: finding different companies or complementary or a business that's similar to something that you want to do, and like reaching out to them. Okay. You know, for for help, or for just information interview or mm-hmm. something mm. can really get the the ball rolling for you okay. as to what they did, how they do it. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. Oh, my pleasure. And then one thing I just want to add on to that mm-hmm. is, guys, don't just depend on people. Like, that, like always, I, I ask questions until mm-hmm. my face is blue. But don't just rely on that person to just help find your way. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rooks, this girl that I know, hey, Rooks. <laughs> she has an amazing studio called Sandbox Studios. Gonna mm-hmm. shout her out. Um, one thing that she said at this same event that we were at in Washington, mm-hmm. she's Google until it says no search results. <laughs> so yeah. Google and YouTube, guys, is your ultimate best friend because you want to come to these people with something as well like this is the research i've done and i'm I'm stuck at this point yes know what you're asking know what you're asking exactly yeah not just come uh don't come empty because i'm sure you as well i'm sure you came with like like questions you came came with questions questions, you came prepared you had done your own research Mm -hmm. um so just don't forget guys do your research and then bring that research that you've done to the table. And also don't feel like you yourself can't offer anything. Like the person you're asking help to, also I'm sure whatever things, you the things that you may know that can help them. So don't think you're just coming for them for help and you have nothing to offer. Mm-hmm, we that's all true. have something to offer. That's I think true. that's really important to know too. And then there's, you know, the, well, in Toronto, there's like, with the city of Toronto or whatever your community is, mm-hmm. there's like, you know, um, 
there's it, there seems to be a lot of entrepreneur kind of programs as yes. well. So that's another resource that I had used to. I've used it with the city of Toronto, like with um, you know, accounting and mm. and and things like that. They have different courses that okay. you could sign, like you could sign up for to help get it's you. The city moving. of Toronto. Yeah, city. Oh. The, the city of what is it called? Entrepreneur. Ugh. Just Google it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Google. Yes. Google it, guys. There's Mars Discovery District. Yes, there's Mars to... She, the Shio. Shio. Yeah, I'm um, not sure if I'm saying that right, but Google there's it. There's CSI. Oh, well, that's a co-working space, though. Yeah, this, yeah. But yeah. there's just a lot, guys. Just mm-hmm. Google and you'll find it. Yes. <laughs> How to you. start a business. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many things that mm-hmm. will help you. But thank you so much. It was honestly, I've had the best time talking oh, to you. thank and you. And hearing your story. Like, you're very inspiring. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> Each person that comes on here, I really appreciate and I really take in everything you guys say because you guys really inspire me to keep going and just to find out uh, more of what yeah, I want to do with my going, career. Girl. So no, This you. is all good <laughs> together. Right? Growing and learning. <laughs> You know, this is, you know, thank you so much for this opportunity as, as well to talk about. Talk about me. Right? <laughs> Listen, I just, I and I think that's so important. Uh-huh. Sometimes we need, mm-hmm. we need that celebration time to mm-hmm. just talk about ourselves and just to kind of just um, mm-hmm. inspire. Like, it inspires other people. Yeah. I think there's no shame in, in talking about your journey and talking about... Um, Things you've been through. I think yeah. it's very real and people can connect with it. Totally. Yeah. I totally so agree. Thank yes, thank you, Jodian. <laughs> so the last question I mm-hmm. ask every person before they leave, like the fun little ending mm-hmm. to it, is what is the one thing you cannot leave the house without minus your cell phone? Um, what is the one thing? My purse? Does that count? That <laughs> no, counts. that's boring. Oh, is that boring? <laughs> What's in my purse? No, I don't even... Yeah, like, I. what can I... Some people have said water. 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 Oh, I <laughs> water. Water. Okay. And I'm just thinking about I was rushing out and I didn't fill up my water thing all the way oh, to the top and okay. I had no more. And I'm thinking about, okay, and when I get back in the car, there's not going to be any water there. Oh. So I have to stop and, and get some. some but water. yeah, water. Water. Okay. I feel funny. <laughs> like shaky. I think I automatically get thirsty because I know you... that there's no water there. So water. Water is great. H2O. Yes. Good old H2O. Good old H2O. Water. <laughs> oh, man. So please, before we go, let us know where we can find you on social media. Oh, okay. So on Instagram, it's at Love and Nudes. Love, L-O-V-E-A-N-D-N-U-D-E-S. And same thing for Facebook. And on Twitter, it's at Love and Nudes underscore. Awesome. Thank yeah. you again so much for coming. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you guys for um, sticking with us and tuning in. Appreciate each and every one of you for always listening, commenting, liking, and sharing. Um, please continue because it really helps uh, me to keep going and just to get more content for you guys. So thanks again and talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> hey guys, don't forget to share, rate, like, and subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, CastBox, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.